Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, endless opinions. Go back as always, Zach Bristol and my co-host Hayden Brinkley. Not sure how I should take that, but okay, I'll take <laughs> yeah, it. So, I don't know. I I'll be good this every beginning of every episode. I don't know. I don't know what quite to say. Are we both co-hosts? We are both hosts? co-hosts. Yes. I mean, but so, it just sounds weird to say I am your co-host. With me as always, my co-host. It's just I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we need to figure something out. We'll, we'll be better, guys. Yeah, we'll, but, we'll um, figure that out. Today's episode going to be kind of a laid back. We're not nothing too serious. Um, I kind of just want to talk about something that's been on my mind as of late. I noticed a lot of people around me seem to complain a lot. Everybody complains all the time. For sure. It's a pretty normal thing, especially, you know, people who have like a, a nine to five kind of job or whatever. Or if you have a job and you go to work and you're hanging out with your fellow employees, that's pretty much all you do all day is, man, fuck this job. If I was, you know, doing this, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, <laughs> fuck break. It's only 30 minutes. I need more than 30 minutes to eat. This is stupid, man. Well, I have a 12 hour shift and 30 minutes to eat. Like everyone just complains <laughs> about fucking everything all the time. And it's like, I understand, you know, you might not be in your ideal situation, but damn, like, I don't know, for those people at work complaining about working, you signed up for that job, dude. You weren't recruited. A government official didn't knock on your door and say, hey, hello, uh, uh, Marcus, you have to work at Target. Deal with it. No, you, you applied at Target. You were happy that you got that job when you got it because, you you know, you wanted the job. You needed to make money. And now you're at this job making money. And you're complaining nonstop about it. There's people who would love to have that job at Target, but you have that job. Well, that's what I was going to say. I feel like at one point, those people were extremely happy when they got that job. They were like, oh my God, I got this job at at Target, at Academy, right. at wherever the fuck you got it. And now it's like, oh, I hate coming to work. And which, listen, I understand. I'm one of those people. And I'm really trying to work on stop trying to complain more because I know how bad that shit is for you. I'm just trying to consume time with what I have left. I go to the gym. I have the podcast to worry about. And I've got other things that I'm trying to preoccupy myself with. Because of fact, I don't want to sit there and complain about shit. Like, yeah, well, honestly, I got to the point where it's like, you know, I have a really, really easy job. And they pay me pretty fucking good, bro. They pay me pretty nice. Yeah, and man. not trying to rub that into anyone. But I'm just saying for... For the work that I do, to be quite honest, I should not be getting paid what I am now. And I know, I know things are hard with uh, other jobs. You know, you you probably work twice as hard for maybe like ten dollars an hour. That's I mean, that definitely people that do that, that. You know, they have these minimum wage jobs that are way harder than. I mean, I mean, even for example, okay, I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and call everybody out. Yes, um, <laughs> I mean, we both worked at the movie theater. The 725 employees work way harder than all the managers. I mean, I'm sure some of the managers have to deal with annoying customers, complaints, and phone calls, and scheduling, you know, parties and things like that. Yeah, but for the most more part, technical. The people who with the lowest paying positions are the ones who actually exert the most amount of work, most energy throughout the day. While the higher paid employees, higher paid, you know, supervisors, assistant managers, managers, all that kind of stuff, they're for the most part kind of chilling in the office, watching people on cameras, being on their phones, being on the computer in the office, scheduling everybody who's working's breaks and stuff like that. And it's, I mean, 
they're doing less. They might argue with you with you on that point, but I mean, I worked at that particular movie theater for two years, and I can tell you hands down, the people on the floor, the lowest paid people there, are the ones who are doing the most actual work. When you think about it, like you probably don't have it as bad as you think, because I'm sure some days you go to the gym and you get back home and you're like, like someone's like, "How you feeling?" And you're like, "Oh, fucking sore, dude. My legs hurt like a." bitch i need to lay down 100 percent. and it's like you have legs bro that's something to celebrate bro, you know like sure. you could always complain about you know your legs being <clears throat> sore because you went to the gym or you could be happy that you have fucking legs dude there's always something to be grateful yeah. about i could be happy the fact that i am sore because my legs are in very good condition you like have today. legs not only do you have legs you have legs that can carry you not only do you have that you have legs that can put you up to 20 miles an hour at your, you know, when you're running, like yeah. you can jump four feet in the air. Like not, not everybody has these kind of things. And uh, I'm pretty sick and tired of hearing, you know, all my peers just complain when they have so much, like you have great friends and a great family and a, a cool car, a nice car. I mean, maybe it isn't, you know, a cool car, but it's a car. It's, it takes yeah. you there and you know, it works and you have a job and you have a bed and you have some pillows and you have all of your fingers like this. Not everybody has all these things. Yeah, it's definitely it, it varies on the perspective that you have on life. So if you just if, if you're always such a pessimist, it's of course you're going to feel shitty. But if for one second you could just sit there and be like, damn, there are other people who don't have legs. There are other people who don't have arms. And now I'm not saying anything bad about that. But the fact that you are able to get up with your own two feet, brush your teeth with your own two hands, and I know you're not brushing your teeth with two hands, I'm just saying. <laughs> Big the, ass toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that you have the ability to use both hands to brush your teeth, you should be grateful for that. And that's something I'm trying to work on more and more. I'm trying not to look at it as like, damn, you know, fuck, I, I had a bad day. Well, did you really have a bad day or did you have 30 seconds where you just were really pissed and it took away from your whole entire day? Exactly, dude, that's... That's it. That's exactly it. Everybody amplifies the one bad moment or the one, two or three bad moments in their day. And it takes away and it overshadows the entire rest of their day that might have been, you know, pretty good or maybe even great. So you'll ask someone at the end of their day, how was your day? You know, you'll never believe what Stacy did to me at the department. Jenny called me (laughs) a bitch. And it's just like, I I can't believe that. She called you a bitch, huh? What? what else happened to your day? Well, I got my nails done and I went and had three meals and I took a nap and I was playing, you know, Fortnite and, and I was this and that. But you're complaining because Jenny called you a bitch. Like, really? But you did all this other cool stuff. But Jenny called me a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. All right. Good night, sweetie. <laughs> it's just, I don't know, man. It's People will go out of their way to find the bad in their day. Honestly... How many times do you ask someone how their day was and they give you a good answer? Oh, I had a pretty good day. Yeah. For the most part, they always, that's the first thing they'll bring up is their complaints for the day. Yep. It's just like, why, man? Like, you're breathing. You're still here. You're not in the hospital. You made it through the day. You're back at your house. You're about to go to sleep. Maybe, you know, eat dinner. You got a, you know, you got dinner cooked. It's already ready. It's waiting for you to, when you get inside. And, you know, you got, you know, video games and YouTube and you're going to chill for the rest of the night and go to bed and wake yeah. up and you'll be here tomorrow and... Yeah, you get an iPhone, you have a really nice bed set, you have a beautiful house, you know, you got people who love you, who care for you. And, you know, I understand sometimes it's kind of hard to really live by that perspective because, you know, of course, I think naturally, especially in this time of age, we always try to consider that 
the bad is going to ultimately just take away from the good. You're like, oh, the, the worst thing happened to me today. Someone cut me off. Okay, yeah, that might have happened, but for 20 seconds, I think you'll be mad, and then, you know, that's it. Now, I understand that you just, it, sometimes you do need to vent. You know, uh, I get that whole side. If you really need to explain or just absolutely just vent to someone that I had this one horrendous customer, but let me view it from their perspective. Maybe they just had a really bad day too. Maybe they lost someone very close to them. Maybe they are struggling to pay bills. Those are the kind of questions you should ask yourself. And that's something I am truly, I am truly trying to work on as each day passes. Because I, I know I wasn't always like that. I wasn't always a person who was always like, you know, let me view it from their perspective. Well, instead I was like, ah, oh, you know what? That 10 seconds? Yeah, I'm going to use that as my bad day. That's it. Right. And since we're on the note of, you know, complaining, let me go on this tangent real quick. Ladies and gentlemen, I understand you try to do some things to promote happiness and to promote self-awareness to other people. I understand sometimes you have to get paid for certain things. If I see one more fucking ad or post about something on Instagram about, you want to know how to lose weight in 90 days? <laughs> Take these two pills. I promise it works. Oh, hmm. Let me tell you how that grinds my gears, okay? <laughs> I put on hours upon hours to lose weight. I At one point, I was 190. I was not, and I wasn't 190 in a good way. I was 190 with a lot of fat, I would say. For my body frame and my height, it was, it was more than it should have been. And one thing I did, I went to the gym every day, Monday through Friday. Saturday and Sunday, I took off just because, you know, oh, you know, it's a weekend, I'm gonna have fun. Then I got to the point where I was, going Monday through Saturday. Okay, so I need one rest day. Now, guess where I'm at? I don't take any fucking days off. Exactly. No days off. And if you really want to work for it and grind for it, you'll do it. But don't, please don't take shortcuts. Please. That's the only thing that I ask because shortcuts and first off with those pills or in, in this primary example of what I'm saying, the pills, you don't know what it's going to do to your body. Those things can kill your liver, your kidney, your your heart in a matter of years over time. So please, please do not take anything like that. First off, I don't even condone that. You do it the right way. You lose weight, that you go to the gym, you put in the hours, you run the miles, you you lift the weights, you sweat, and you do the most that you can. You eat healthy. Stop with this shit about taking two pills a day and in 90 days you lose 80 pounds. It may work for the time being, but let's be real. That shit's not good for your body. So if anyone, seriously, if anyone would like any help with that, message me. We advertise our Instagram at the very end of this podcast and sometimes in the beginning. I will teach you how to lose weight the proper way. I'm going to tell you to put in the real fucking work. You run, you lift weights, you sweat your ass off, and that's what's going to do it. All right, Zach, go ahead. <laughs> well, I mean, it's fucking, that's facts, dude. I mean, you can c- complain about something for as, as long as you, it's so easy to complain about, say you want to weigh 150, but you weigh 50 pounds more than that. And it's so easy to, to just, you know, bitch about it. Be like, oh, I need to lose weight. Oh, I wish I looked like this. Oh, if only I had the time to go to the gym. Y- you can make excuses and complain and, you know, rely on bullshit like, you know, weight loss pills. Or eat this meal once a day and, and, you know, in a matter of one month, you'll lose 30 pounds. You can experiment with those as much as you want. But at the end of the day, you're going to find that the only time you're really going to see results, real results, 
is when you put in real work. And I, th- I would argue too the fact when you put in the real work and you see real results, it is so much more accomplishing. So much more gratifying and it's going to last. Yes. Because you did it. You know how hard it was to get to the point that you finally, like, fuck, yes, I hit my goal weight. What a journey that was. That was so hard. I am never going to let myself get back to what I was doing because I don't ever want to have to go through this again. And real quick, those are the exact words. And I shit you not, I swear on everything. Those are the exact words that I said when I finally hit my desired weight. I went from 190 to about to 130. 130 was a little too light for me. Uh, that was definitely, I wasn't eating enough. So I finally picked up again and I'm now I'm at 160. I'm at a great weight. I love the way that I'm at now. And those are the exact words I spoke to myself. I said, I lost all this weight. I look like this. I will never go back because I put in the work. And it's, I'm not trying to be insensitive to the people who, who are heavier and who still have a hard time losing weight. I'm not saying fat people are disgusting. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if you're going to complain about it and not do anything, that's where I have an issue because I want you to be healthy. I want you to live a long life. Like I I am caring for people. I want to see people at their best. But if you're not willing to take that time out and put in the work to lose weight, then I don't know what to tell you. I think everything is so subjective. So if you look at it in the perspective of, okay, well, let's compare countries. Let's look at the U.S. and let's look at Singapore. The U.S., we have a ridiculous amount of freedom. It's it's unreal. And I was listening to a podcast. Uh, this woman was from Singapore. And dude, just the way she was talking about it, you have no freedom. I mean, you are pretty much in handcuffs. Oh, they own you. Their government owns them. And if I am correct, you know, don't quote me on this. However, I'm, from what she said, and if I can remember correctly, she said that chewing gum was banned oh, in it's Singapore. Banned. You cannot chew gum. And guess what? You can correct me if I'm wrong. I'm just about 99% sure it's Singapore. There's more than one place. But if you have weed over there, if you land, say you take a flight over there. 100% sure. You land. They find weed on you, death penalty. They will hang you. That's it. You're dead for weed. The harmless, you know, drug that might make you feel a little funny and laugh and be nicer to someone. They find it on you. Not not that you've used it. They find it on you. They'll kill you. And there's no ifs, ands, or buts. There's no court of law to see if you're guilty and if you actually deserve to die. No, you're dead. Sucks to suck. 100%. So these are the kind of things <coughs> that you need to think about when, you know, someone asks you how your day was and, and the first thing that comes into your head is, you know, the bad things. Think about like, oh, shit. I live in America, like, you know, let's start there. Let's start at, start at the, you know, the most broad things. I, I live in America. I'm healthy. I'm alive. I've got, you know, little little things too, like uh, I've got on my fingers. That's, you know, that's super random, but hey, not everybody has all their fingers and it sucks. You know, I've got both of my hands. I'm sure it would suck to only have one or zero of them, but I've got them both. You know, I've got two eyes that work great. Both of my ears are, you know, work fine. I'm you know, just anything you can think of. There's always something to be grateful for and, this is what I started doing. It was not an original idea. I actually stole it from Theo Vaughn, who's a comedian slash podcaster that uh, I look up to a lot. I just heard him talking about it on his podcast a while ago, probably two months ago. And I started doing this is I just made a another an extra folder on my notes app on my phone. And one one of the pages in there is it's labeled gratitude. And I just made bullet points and I typed things that I'm grateful for. 
That's it. I'll, I'll do a few every day. Just a few things. I'll type a few things. Like at the top, it says I'm grateful for dot, dot, dot. And then there's the list. And then I just type things like oh, I love that having all my fingers. That's, that's literally one of the things that's in there. That's why I've said it. It's because, yeah. you know, just dumb thoughts that'll pop into my head. I'll go onto that notes page and I'll, you know, I'll start, it started off with like, you know, my friends, my family, this, that, the other, you know, and then, you know, some just weird things, anything I can think of, like I'm grateful for, you know, uh, urinals. Why? I don't know. I get, <laughs> they have a purpose, don't they? Yep. I'm grateful for them. If they weren't there, I'd, I'd have to pee right now. So, I mean, like <laughs> anything you could think of that makes your life a little bit better, a little bit easier. I just type down all the shit. And then if I'm ever feeling down, I'll go in there. And it makes me, it, I'm not fucking joking. If you write down a list yourself, you type it out, you write it down and you go back and you look at it when you're feeling like shit. Oh my God. It makes you feel so much better, dude. Yeah. You just read through it and you're like, fuck, why am I really upset about these dumb things when I've got all this shit right here? And after having this list for a few weeks, like it's a big ass list now. So I could just go through and scroll down this entire list and see all these things that I'm grateful for. And it's like you probably write down shit you probably wouldn't have normally thought of, like just no, just to be never. grateful for. You know, a lot of people say, "Oh, well, I'm grateful I woke up alive." That's great. Don't get me wrong. That's a, it's a beautiful thing. But if you start breaking it down more and more, I'm thankful that I have shoes, comfortable shoes that I can wear. Now, sometimes I actually catch myself saying this: "I'm thankful that I have a well-paying job." Yeah, yeah. it's eight, nine hours sometimes. But be, without that job, I wouldn't be able to pay for half the shit I have now. Yeah. The, not not these mics, not the headsets, not my shoes, not my clothes. Like, come on now. 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 <laughs> I'm not even going to edit out. That's going to be the episode of the podcast. <laughs> come on now. That's going to be the fucking title. <laughs> come on now. If we can start slowly and surely just trying to make that wave just come a little bit towards the more better perspective side dude i think we'd be better off but i understand there's a lot of people who who just aren't happy they're genuinely they're debbie downers or pessimists they they hate everything and you know there's there's always going to be people like that you cannot change that and it's not even that there's always going to be people like that there's always going to be people in that situation in that phase or that stage of their life because i'm not gonna just because right now in this very moment in my life i'm pretty content with where i'm at and sure i mean I, I have things to complain about. Everybody has things to complain about. And I'm not, you know, my whole point of bringing this up isn't to say, don't ever complain. That's the dumbest thing you can do. If you complain, you suck. No, yeah. like you're going to complain about things. No, There's that's always things and there is things worth complaining about sometimes. The whole point of it is just to look back and try and weed out all the dumb complaints that you have. Like, should I really be complaining about that? Or do I have the right to even complain about this? Because, you know, whatever the answer is, just look at it from a more unbiased view of just like what not you know like when someone asks you how your day is sometimes a lot of people think that the most interesting thing they have to talk about is the negatives like oh i'm going to tell you about this because it's crazy it's such a good story it's, it pissed me off like but you don't realize that you probably have four or five other stories about your day that are better than that are better stories than that and they're actually about good things but you just don't think about them i think it's because there's you would expect more of a reaction if you told a bad story. So the one customer who came in and who threw a ranch uh, container at the wall. Right. Completely made up. As opposed to the customer who came up and said that, you know, that you have thank a beautiful you smile. for feeding her family that yeah, day or whatever. Exactly. That thank you for feeding my family. Thank you 
for smiling. It, it really just brightened my day up. Or just any that simple shit. thing, like someone reads your name tag where you work and like, oh, that's a that's a that's a nice name. I yeah. like your name, or you know, whatever. Yeah, I had someone tell me like a couple days ago. They're like, oh, you have really nice eyes. I was like, thank you. I know you're lying, but I appreciate <laughs> the compliment. I appreciate shit, you trying to make me smile. Just yeah, just any even if you know, if you, even if you feel like that person isn't being genuine, they, yeah, they're they're trying to do something right. They're trying to bring some kind of good. Maybe they had a bad day, and that's what makes them feel better is complimenting. Yeah, but I mean, even something simple as I, this used to happen to me, you know, every now and then when I worked at the movie theater and any job that I've had up to this point in my life where I've had to have a name tag on, being acknowledged by your name is kind of nice when you're at work. It is when a customer Oddly comes enough. up and says, you know what, thank you, Zach. You know, after you help them. Okay, wait, like, oh, how do you know like my you're name? You're humanizing that person. You're making them, you're, you know, you're letting them know, like, you're not just a number to me. You're not just some. You're not just a person who skews my pop. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. It. You're not someone who just, you know, I walk in here and you do things for me and that's how it should be. Yeah. They're, you know, they thank you, Zach. Thank you for, you know, helping me. You didn't have to do this for me, but you did. Thank you. And it just, I don't know. And I love that perspective. I really do. Because if, if you really think about it, it's. It's treating the other person like what a human being. What they actually are, instead of just another body, like a, another Blood person skin, who's there. Wasted space. Yes. Extra, you know, shit just clogging up the earth. Another per. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> that's wow. a lot of. Yeah. I, I feel like that's how a lot of people look at you know other people. You know, just like the, the quote unquote lesser individuals. The people who don't maybe aren't as fortunate as others or don't have the best job or whatever. A lot of people just look at them like the scum of the earth. Like, oh, you disgust me. You shouldn't even be in my presence. I am so great. And you are so, you know, just just insignificant. So people have that God complex about themselves. And they just think since they were born in a, a great household with money that they're there for a reason. They were chosen because they are so better than everyone else. And I mean... See how far you get. Yeah, no. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, the, the people who really end up seem, seeming to do things with their life, valuable, long-lasting, impactful things are the ones who came from the dirt. Because once you get out of the mud, you're going to fight for your life to never go back. Because you've, you've actually okay. lived it. For, but for those people who you know were born into royalties, you don't know what it's like well, to I, run out of money. I also think it's just that they feel like they deserve everything. And, you know, there are obviously good people out there who are very successful and who have money and who share with others and, or they're not greedy. But of course, there's that person who's who just feels like, you know what, I feel like doing this thing and I want someone to do this for me and I want this and that. Like, I understand. Like, I, I can't be mad at it. But, you know, at the same time, it's it's kind of shitty. Like, that's something I, I wouldn't want to live my life by. I, I try my best to say Oh, you know, thank you so much. And yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, sir. To to anyone out there that I come across, you know, the people who are working at a food industry. And, you know, I, I always, the one person who's listening to this and you know who you are, the one person I go with to grab food all the time, I know that I can be pretty mean when I'm getting food, but I don't mean it, essentially. I'm just in the moment, I'm frustrated, I'm hungry. And as soon as I get my food, I'm better. But just trying to say thank you, oh no, or please, or whatever, just this simple shit. Like, come on, it's not that difficult. And I, I can't believe we're having to talk about this saying yes, please, and no. 
I'm not saying I'm a saint every day to where the point where I am completely on another level from you guys. No, that's that's not what I'm saying at all. As a matter of fact, you guys are probably higher than I am. I'm slowly working on this more and more. I'm just it's I mean the key to it though is acknowledging it. You know, yes. when it happens when you are say at, you know, some restaurant and they're taking too long with your food and you're getting all, you know, angry and you're starting to get a little bit, you know, like kind of heated like okay, this motherfucker like they don't come out in the next 10 minutes. I'm going to go say something like Yeah, that's always my number one. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I mean to an extent, I'm not saying, you know, if your food's not showing up, you should just wait, you know, 3 hours. Of course, be cordial if the situation permits you to go talk to someone about why your food's taking so long, that's fine. But it becomes an issue when, you know, say your food should have came 10 minutes ago and now all of a sudden you just go up and you talk to the first person you see up at the front and you just start yelling. That's not a way to do it, you know? Yeah, sure, you might be really hungry and it might have made your day a little bit worse that you didn't get your food on time, but do you think yelling is going to magically make the food cook faster? It's going to make them bring it out to your table faster? It's not. The I mean, best can, way to do it is just be like, hey, guys, I was supposed to get this about 10 minutes ago. Just kind of, you know, there you go. curious the way. when it was coming out. Is it going to be a lot longer? There's always a better way to go about it, though. And I don't know. I just I feel like people just have this snowball effect to where, say, you know, you wake up in the morning and everything's going great. Everything's going fine. You got plenty of sleep. You took a shower. You got dressed. You ate breakfast. You're about to leave for work for the day. And on your way out the door, you stub your toe. Oh, now you're a little bit pissed. Like, motherfucker. Like, oh, that hurt. Fuck. Not what I wanted to start. Not the way I wanted to, you know, start my work day. I think my toe's broken. And then you pull out of your driveway and someone cuts you off immediately. And you're like, what the fuck, man? Like, God damn. And it just, you just, now you're double mad. And then someone in front of you is being super slow. And now you're just like, oh my God, now I'm going to be late too. And then you, you got to, you know, stop for lunch. And the drive throughs taking forever. And the lady over the intercom, don't even get me started about that bitch. She's asked me if this is what I want, the same thing three times. Did you say a number four? And it's just like, yes, I said number four. Okay, so a number four. And it's just, yes, bitch. And I, I don't know. So many people, like just family members and friends of mine, just have that snowball effect where one insignificant thing will kind of make them mad. But then three other things will happen in a row, and now they're just fucking off the charts, and they're all yeah. dumb things to where you could look back and be like, I mean, my toe doesn't hurt anymore. I ate. I'm at work. I made my money, and now I'm back home. So why was I complaining about all this shit? Yeah, they got in my way. It was kind of annoying. But that's fucking life. That's how it is. That's, you definitely are going to get pissed about a lot of shit, so just buckle in. It's it's not over yet. It's part of it. I mean, and if you were going to – if you had a great – day and everything went right all the time every day for you it'd be boring you'd be miserable it'd be fucking boring you're not you you can never have those you can never hit those super high highs the super happy moments if you never go through the super shitty ones it's all about perspective for sure oh shit hold on <laughs> my boring you <sighs> no dude i've just been up since five fuck tired i think that was pretty much exactly how I would have gone about this conversation. For our final little note that we have, you know, Zach and I obviously aren't the two best human beings, and we are pretty much introverts at this point. So, you know, we try to view life as the best that we can. You know, hey, I woke up this morning, I have everything here that I could possibly imagine, and you know, that's pretty damn good to start my morning. That's, you know, that's the key word, too, that you just said, we try. And that's all you have to do. No one's going to be grateful all the time and never complain. 
it's just like I said earlier, acknowledging, you know, when you're in that fast food place and someone does something stupid, acknowledging like, fuck, this is pissing me off, but it really shouldn't. That's a start. It, even if after you say that to yourself, you're still pissed, it's a start because you acknowledged it. You're like, okay, I found a, you know, a misstep in what I'm doing and now I can start to correct it by, because you acknowledged it, you can start to, you know, every time after that, you'll, you'll notice until down the line after you've been acknowledging it every time for the past two, three years, you're, you're doing it way less now. And until eventually, hopefully the end goal is to where, you know, you really never kind of complain unless yeah. it's worth complaining about. If you can manage to sit on it for a few seconds, be like, ah, you know, that really pissed me off, but I'm just going to let it go. If you can go from there, oh, brother, it's just you're yeah, in a great state. A few minutes. Just hold your tongue for a few minutes. If you're still you pissed do. off 10 minutes from now, then say something. Let it pass. Emotions are very ever-changing, fluctuating. You're not stuck in one feeling for too long. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it sounds really cliche and stupid, how, you know, the way that we're promoting this. But, dude, it's just, I don't know. I, maybe you could say the same, but it just seems like there's been a bunch more complaining where I'm you know, around me. I'm not saying, like, immediate family or anything, but at least just people outside of here. There's just a lot of complaining going on. Like, you know what? I think we need to talk about this because it's it sounds so simple. It should be simple, but yet I feel like it's so complex to where people are just like, I don't know how to have an optimistic mindset about it. Like, yeah, a part of it is just, and, and we can't go too deep into it pretty much at the end of the episode, but yeah. I mean, for the most part, it's just, I'd say, you know, try and stay off of Twitter as much as you can or off the trending page or off of CNN or Fox News or yeah, that trending page will get you. Just just stay away from it as much as you can. Sure, check it when you need to, if you feel like you need to. But, I mean, that's it's just the main thing is all these social medias and news, everything at the top of their list is all negativity. It's because it's what get clicks. It's what gets the most views. It's what makes the most ad money. But it's, you know, it's training you. It's kind of teaching you to complain, to bitch about anything and everything. Because if you complain about it, you might get someone fired and take their position. Mm -hmm. And it's just, you know, you're you're bringing other people down to bring yourself up a little bit. And at what cost? But for what? It's not going to it's not going to last for you in the long run, so No, it will not. So I think uh, I think we're done complaining about people who complain. Yes. <laughs> this whole thing's so, been uh, contradicting. This entire episode was yeah, we were complaining. So um, yeah, follow us on Twitter at opinions endless and you can find me on Instagram at z bristol z and you can find me at Brinkley Hayden Zero. Ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, tell your friends, tell your dog, tell your sister, everybody about it, okay? We'll see you on episode 23. Yeah, yeah. Later, 24.